This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Ryan Horvath. <laughs> All right, let's uh, talk about the Green Bay Packers, Bart Winkler. And so far, early thoughts uh, on what we're seeing at training camp. I am happy. So far, what we've seen from Jordan Love, I know he struggled a, a little bit uh, on Tuesday. Uh, didn't have the greatest of days, 6 of 13 or something like that, I think I saw. Uh, wasn't a great day for the ones. But overall, he played great on Saturday, played great on Monday, uh, able to throw that deep ball pretty consistently early on. In training camp now, again, you know, we're not played to, haven't played a preseason game yet, haven't had the inner squad scrimmage yet to really kind of see what this looks like. But I, I'm pretty encouraged so far, Bart. I'm encouraged too, and it makes me like really want to get out in front of what might happen if Jordan Love is good. Um, to go back three years ago, I did not like the pick. Right, I, I didn't. I didn't like the strategy around it. And you're feeling for Ryan Horvath is perfect. Did you also want uh, the wide receiver T. Higgins from Cincinnati, like Horvath? Yeah, I think I, I didn't want him like specifically. Okay, but I wanted. I think we thought maybe Justin Jefferson would fall, which he didn't. But I think we wanted a weapon. Like we wanted a guy. If we thought we were a we, if if the if the Packers thought they were a piece away, then then get somebody that that's going to be that piece. And the draft is the tools for that. Now, you know, was Jordan Love fine? I, I would have taken a quarterback there if like Tua fell. I remember we talked about that right. like something crazy. Jordan Love though. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. So didn't like the pick, didn't like the reasoning behind the pick. All that being said, here we are now, three years later, Jordan Love is the quarterback. And I think what's interesting is everyone just assumes he is going to be bad. Everybody, they do these tiers, yep. or they do these predictions. Um, DraftKings already has their week one lineups that you can build already. And like, so they value the quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson's like $8,000. Burrow's 7900 So, like, what's the daily uh, salary allotment for something like that when you do daily fantasy? Um, so to this put is it like, in a pr- 
to put it in a perspective of how much the quarterback actually takes up of the salary you have. To oh, use. if you want, if you take a good quarterback, you're going to eat up um, a good like, chunk of your like twenty five percent. Uh, 20%. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Right. But why I bring that up is, and this is all that you really need to, to know, to understand where I'm going with this is like Lamar Jackson is $8,000. Jalen hurts 7,800 fields, even fields at 77. Cause statistically he'll get you Ronnie. rushing. Yeah. Um, Herbert 69 Lawrence 6,500 An average quarterback is going to be about, 5,700, that's where they put Matt Stafford, Bryce Young, and C.J. Stroud, 5,500. Ryan Tannehill, you can get for 5,200. Jordan Love, you can get for 5,000. Ooh. So I'll be playing a lot of Jordan Love lineups. But they, the, nobody, everybody like, everybody doesn't know. And then if you're going to make an assumption, you're going to assume like, Jordan, Justin Fields is $7,700, Jordan Love's five. It's just that he's very low on that. He's low on tears. He's low on expectations. He's low when people predict the Packers record. Everyone is trending for Jordan Love to be at best average. And I don't think the league is ready and people around the league fans. I don't think that if, if Jordan week one and throws three touchdowns, people aren't going, nobody's preparing for that. Correct. Everyone's preparing for Jordan Love mediocre, Jordan Love, you know, maybe two touchdowns, two picks, beat the Bears, kind of transfer ownership, ha-ha. Yep. No one's preparing for Jordan Love top, not even top 10, top 15 quarterback. No one's preparing for him to be one of the above-average quarterbacks. So if, if that happens, I think it's going to be – because, you know, this year is about development and getting back to, you know, whatever and bringing everybody along. And we're, we're, we're not thinking Super Bowl here. But what if Jordan Love is good? Nobody is prepared for that question to even be asked. I'm just saying, if if week one comes and you get the Bears and Jordan Love throws for 325 and three touchdowns. Mountain Dew cheers. 30, huh? Mountain Dew cheers. Oh, Mountain Dew cheers, yes. I, I have a uh, Mountain Dew as well. Thank you oh, very diet. much. Diet. Counting yeah. calories. I hate diet. Zero, I'll drink. I can't handle the diet, Mountain Dew. Oh, zero is way better than diet. Yeah. Yeah, way better. Yes. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, so anyways, th- this thing with the Bears and Packers. Look, if he throws up 325 and throws three touchdown passes and they throw up 30-some points, people are going to freak out because that is going to be, first of all, Bears fans are going to cry because they're like, okay, either our defense is that bad or if he makes some great throws, it's going to be like, oh, no, they got another one. That That's when you're going to get all your general reaction. Now, if he goes into that game and throws three picks and they get hammered by the Bears – then everyone's going to be like, oh, good. He does suck. Yeah, we were all right. There's going to be a lot of takeaway right away in the first week. People will project the rest of his career, Bart, based on what happens in the first week of the season against the Bears. You can pretty much mark that one down. That'll be annoying, even if he is good. Like, 
if he's good, I'm, I'm, I don't want to hear the transfer ownership thing because Rodgers right. on the Bears now. I don't want to do that. It's going to be one game. I hate that they're playing the Bears week one for either outcome. You know, I don't want to be Packer fan that, you know, we don't know because I still think, and everybody's doing this now around here. Everyone's like, oh, Justin Fields sucks. I don't, I, I don't think he is. I don't think he sucks. And I don't think he's going to suck. And I would be cautious about that. The well, Bears, I definitely I think, don't think are, he's an MVP candidate like some people are saying. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. But I do think the Bears and him are on a nice, like, slow progression. I don't think the Bears are going to, you know, go, I don't know. If you, if you actually look at the Bears' schedule, though, it is not hard. You're and right. if Justin Fields is even remotely fine, they could win nine games, like, easy. I, I don't think we're prepared for that either. All these teams, like, everyone could finish nine and eight. And all like feel good about it, which which is going to be interesting in this division. The other thing I want to get your thoughts on that we really haven't talked about much, but I'm seeing it now, you know, again, because I'm not Lambo. So I'm seeing all these different writers doing play by play tweets of what's going on. By the way, y'all do a much better job covering this team than some of these other beat writers do. I I follow a bunch of beat writers from a bunch of different teams. A majority of them aren't tweeting out things that are happening one play after another. They all do – the Packer beat writers do a great job of that. A lot of these guys are tweeting up positives, not really a bunch of negatives, and maybe they sum up the negatives in one tweet after it's all done and really don't tell you what's going on or how it's playing out. I think Packer beat writers do a great job of that, so please keep that up for those of us that aren't there. But I've seen now several times, and in fact, I don't remember seeing one tweet positive about this, where they're running designed runs for Jordan Love. And every time they've run a design run so far in training camp of the tweets that I've seen, it's been stuffed and read immediately by the Packers defense and the Packer linebackers. That's something they didn't really do a lot of with Aaron Rodgers. They did some of it with Jordan Love and the spurts he's played during the regular season a little bit. And I wonder how much of that is going to be a part of this offense as far as how much are they going to ask Jordan Love to carry the ball on purpose uh, when he is back there. Cause I think a lot of Packer fans look at Jordan love and think stationary drop back quarterback, not going to run unless he has to run. And when you start seeing in training camp designed runs for him, that tells me it's probably going to be a part of the playbook part going forward. 